Hello everyone and welcome to the Commander's Forge. My name is Andy Bentley and the Forge is narrated for me to talk about magic, commander, and anything else as I try and work my way through this crazy world. Now, today's episode I am going to do a little review of Phyrexia All Will Be One, but as anybody who's listened to my content in the past knows, I do not do full set reviews if you want that there are plenty of other people that do i'm just gonna highlight some of the cards in the set that i'm excited for and yeah that'll be the the second part of the podcast the the first part's a small update to the podcast itself i have ordered a new camera and i am working towards being able to do full video content for the YouTube side of the podcast. That being said, there is a learning curve, and I am at the bottom of it. So, I can't guarantee that it's going to happen in the next week, or two, or even month. I'm just working on it. And, yeah. That's uh, it's kind of the only little update for the podcast. I'm working on making it better, and I'm <laughs> part of that decision is because you know, with the Guardian Project podcast coming to an end, but also the Commander uh, Central guys coming to an end. I don't know, just. It feels like we're losing a couple of titans in the uh, field, right? And it kind of put a new timetable on when I needed to step up my game. And so now I'm working on it very, very frantically. But that said, this first little update part is just that a small little update. And I'll be right back, and we're going to talk about some cards in Phyrexia All Will Be One. I'll see you in a minute. I just want to take a minute to tell you about my Patreon. I know times are hard for everybody, and I know it isn't easy to shuffle around bills and stuff. Believe me, I know that. But if you would like to help support the podcast... You can find the links to my Patreon in my link tree, which is always put into the description of either the video or the audio, wherever you're listening to it. It would really mean the world to me. Honestly, I'm just struggling to make ends meet most weeks, but that's it. That's all. If you want to help, the links will be where you can find them. And welcome back. Now, again, I do not do exhaustive set reviews for anything. Because if you want that, there are a thousand other places you can go. Uh, And for that part, honestly, I don't even like single out rares and mythics to talk about. Because they're going to mostly get talked to death by everybody else. That being said, that doesn't mean I don't pick some 
rares or mythics. It's just I kind of focus on cards that I'm excited for that I want to put in decks that I have or possibly build a deck around. Uh, and the first one up is Skrelv Deflect Defector Might. Uh, it's a 1-1 one, one for a single white mana. Uh, it's a Phyrexian Might. It has Toxic 1. It can't block. And for a Phyrexian White and tap, you can choose a color. Another target creature you control gains Toxic 1 and Hexproof from that color until the turn it can't be blocked by creatures of that color this turn. And then, of course, the return of Phyrexian Mana. Phyrexian White can either be paid with a White or 2 Life. So, as anybody who's been following me for a while knows, I have too many white decks. Mostly the four mono white decks that I'm running right now. And I kind of want Skrelv for like three of them. Uh, I have my Icing Death, the uh, Voltron deck, and... Voltron, very good with need to attack person, get protection from get color of person, right? Uh, but, like, on top of that, uh, Adeline likes to swing, Linden likes to swing, heck, Nadar likes to swing. They just, I, I think it's just a stupid little one-drop legendary creature. And it's going to go into so many decks. Uh, but now next to that, we also have Skrelv's Hive, which is one in a white for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose a life, and you create a 1-1 one -one colorless Phyrexian Might artifact creature token with Toxic 1, and this creature can't block. That card right there makes me want to build Skrelv as a commander. I don't th think I'm going to do it, because, again, I already have four mono-white decks. Uh, but I like that it's... It's not quite as good as Bitter Blossom, but it's better than the Dreadhorde Invasion one. So, yeah. Uh, next up, we're going to move to the... Uh, I keep wanting to say it's the original one, but it's minor misstep, not mental misstep. Uh, it's a single blue mana for an instant counter target spell with mana value one or less. I see this being a problem in older formats, but I like this spell specifically for one deck, and that is my Adelie's Wizards deck. Because I can use this as part of a chain when I'm trying to figure out the math when I'm trying to take people out. Because I know even if my opponents don't cast something with one CMC, I will. And yeah, that's just kind of a little utility that I like. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is Prologue to Phyresis. It's one and a blue for an instant. Each opponent gets a poison counter, draw a card. Uh, for the most part, again, Linden, or not Linden, uh, Adelise likes this because it cantrips. But anything that I'm looking at that runs proliferate, 
uh, is going to like this. The, the fact that it's each opponent gets a poison counter. Uh, yeah, there's, there's not really much else to uh, say about that. Uh, and uh, that moves us down to Necrogen Communion. Uh, Necrogen Communion is a enchantment. It's an aura for one and a black. Uh, enchanted creature control. Enchanted creature has toxic two. But the important bit of this is when enchanted creature dies, return that card to the battlefield under your control. I really like the auras that can bring your stuff back. It, uh, yeah, it's just very good. Uh, uh, the other one I'm looking at in black is Infectious Inquiry, which is two and a black. It's a sorcery. Draw two cards, lose two life. Each opponent gets a poison counter. It's not quite Knight's Whisper, but again, giving everybody a poison counter, I, I think is very good. Uh, and then we're looking at red. The first one there is Blazing Crescendo. I like this specifically for uh, Layla, the Blade Reforged. It's one and a red for an instant. Target creature gets plus three, plus one till end of turn. Exile the top card of your library. Until the end of your next turn, you may play that card. So in uh, Layla, you attack with her. You exile the top card of your library. That puts a counter on her. You cast Blazing Crescendo. She gets plus three, plus one, and then you exile another card and put another counter on her. So in that turn, she's swinging with five extra power than what she started with. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was another one. Oh, uh, Gleeful Demolition. I'm calling this out because it's a great callback. Uh, so it's one red for a sorcery. Destroy target artifact. If you controlled that artifact, create three 1-1 one, one red Phyrexian Goblin creature tokens. It's a callback to an original Mirrodin card that did... The same thing, but slightly different, where part of the cost was to sacrifice an artifact you controlled. So this one gives you a little more utility in that you can hit uh, an artifact that an opponent controls, you just won't get the goblins. Now, looking at my list, I actually have several cards in green. Uh, the first one up is Bloated Contaminator. It's two and a green for a 4-4 Phyrexian Beast. It has Trample, Toxic 1, and whenever Bloated Contaminator deals combat damage to a player, Proliferate. Uh, there's, there's one place I really want to put this, and a couple of the places I might want to put this, but three mana, 4-4, four, four, and Gore Claw means one mana, 4-4. Four, four. So, Neanderthal Brain say good. Uh, next up we have Canker Bloom, uh, which is one and a green for a 3-2 Phyrexian Fungus. It has one and sacrifice it. Choose one, destroy an artifact, destroy an enchantment, or proliferate. It's just a slightly better 
uh, caustic caterpillar and for the most part anything i'm running caustic caterpillar in, i'm probably gonna run canker bloom and caustic caterpillar but it's nice that there's two um the next one is uh very specifically for finn the fangbear uh it's iker spit basilisk two in a green for a one three with death touch and toxic one there's really not much else to say about that right uh so next up we have thirsting roots so this is one that i think is going to be a sleeper common but it's a single green choose one search your library for a basic land card reveal it put it in your hand and then shuffle or proliferate so the number of decks that are gonna just love that to get mana but on the off chance to proliferate a plus one plus one counter on your commander or something not gonna be zero all right now the final green card i want to talk about is tyvar's stand X and a green for an instant target creature you control gets plus X plus X and gets hexproof and indestructible till end of turn. This is another card for Finn the Fangbear. Uh, the main premise of that deck is death touch creatures and then spells that are going to give me, you know, hexproof to dodge removal. So it's just perfect that it can either be just a protection spell or if I really need to take out one person and they're at a relatively low life total, I can just do that. Uh, but that brings us into the uh, multicolored stuff. Uh, and I really only have one that I want to talk about here. Uh, uh, it's Kathak Crucible Goliath. Two black red for a 4-4 Phyrexian beast. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another creature. If you do, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-legendary creature with lesser mana value. Put it onto the battlefield, then put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. I don't need another Rakdos deck. But that sounds like it's just going to be fun. But maybe I end up slotting it into something else for now. I I just like the way it looks. Uh, and that brings me down to the uh, artifacts. There's a lot here I would like to talk about. Like every mirror that they released, but I'm only going to highlight one. And that's the Sword of Forge and Frontier. Three mana, equipment. Uh, a crypt creature gets plus two, plus two, and has protection from red and green. Whenever a crypt creature deals combat damage to a player, exile the top two cards of your library. You may play those cards this turn. You may play an additional land this turn, and it has equip for two. So this is the latest in the sort of cycle uh i do think it's not one of the more expensive or one of the more better sort ofs uh it'll probably fall in line with like light and shadow uh body and mind uh yeah
but I do like this for several reasons. Uh, the first one being anything that isn't natively able to play multiple lands per turn could play multiple lands in a turn. So, like, I talked about Icing Death, which is a mono-white Voltron deck, which is the first place this is going, but then it's also going to go into things like Layla, possibly Goreclaw. It's just... Yeah. Uh, right, so almost to the end of this, uh, I do want to briefly talk about the uh, cycle of lands that got the reprint. They're the uh, slow lands. Uh, so that's Black Cleave Cliffs, which taps for black and red. Uh, Copperline Gorge, which taps for red and green. Dark Slick Shores, which taps for blue and black. Uh, the Razor Grove... No, Razor Verge Thicket, uh, which taps for green and white. And the Sea Chrome Coast, which taps for white and blue. They all... Enter the battlefield tapped unless you control two or fewer other lands. Or, no, these would be considered fast lands, right? I don't know. There's so many different land cycles now. They all just blend together. Uh, right. And then I think the most notable reprint here is that we have a new art for Terramorphic Expanse in the set. And that's just nice to see. Now, that's going to be it. We're done. And I will see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. All of my links can be found in my link tree in the description below. I would like to thank Ian Foss and Cody Mulpey of the band The Crypt for allowing me to use music for my opening and ending, along with Nate and Erica Jacobs for making my original logo. And I would also like to thank Christina McNichol for creating my new logo. And I'll see you next time.